So hi, uh, I'm Jen Shaw, and I like to solve really big problems. I think I'm in a room of the right place. Right? Um, what if we brought New York City tech resources to rural America? What would that look like? Uh, my name is Jen Shaw. I do come from Nebraska. Go Huskers. I tried. Uh, <laughs> you can switch. Um, so, but I moved to New York City a few years ago. Uh, and have had an incredible ride uh, with the technology and the resources that we have available. We, I started uh, Bella Mines, and here is founder for Bella Mines, um, where we stand on five very specific values. <laughs> so we believe that technology is both a destination and a path. We believe that technology works pretty much everywhere now. Uh, we believe that geography shouldn't be a limiting factor. So I'm kind of here with these very small what-if questions. They're pretty big, actually. What if geography wasn't a limiting factor? What if we actually had more single-gender environments? What if age was actually no longer considered a limitation? And what if we actually could scale live learning environments? Um, so we've all heard, probably, has anybody in the room heard of digital divide? We have this problem? Yeah. Uh, so we do. We have on this one end, we have very digitally illiterate people. And on one end, we have true technical masteries. So what happens is that we're drawing this end to end. We have about 15% on one end. We have about 15% on the other end. And we have this massive span uh, in the middle somewhere. Kind of that silent majority, as we put it. So Bella Mines is actually here to be able to bridge that gap. We actually take and we bridge technical masters with those that are new. Because there's so much more to this technical readiness than just teaching people to code. Next. Uh, so a couple years ago, I started here uh, in New York City with tech, uh, New York Tech Women. It's an organization that is completely about inclusive Midwest values um, in an environment that just isn't so friendly. It's not necessarily friendly by men or women. Uh, and it's really difficult to participate if you've never participated in this before. The concept of computer science is scary. Uh, how do I break in? How do I make people? Where are the right resources? What do I do? And so New York Tech Women was actually created as an all-inclusive environment, except for we are women only, um, which created a completely new culture. So right now, uh, what if technology was both a path and a destination? We have almost 4 million workers currently in the US working in uh, computer science jobs. While they make up 50% of the workforce, they actually only make up about a quarter of all of the computer science jobs. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, and this is when we start to have a lot of conversations about women and technology. And a couple years ago when we started New York Tech Women, we were having the conversation about this much. And now we have the conversation about this much. Uh, it's in my day-to-day. -day, it's really ridiculous. And we hear, we need more women in tech. We need more women in tech. But what this actually says is that we don't actually need more women in technology. One of the downsides about New York Tech Women is as amazing as an experience as it is, is that I get a lot of these emails and conversations, people approaching me and say, hey, Jen, I'd really like to hire uh, a woman to fill my blah, blah, blah tech position. So in case you hadn't heard this before in the room, tokenism is also sexism. It's also a problem. We don't need more women in technology. We need more people in technology. And I'll be really, really happy when there are more of them women. 
In the U.S. alone, we're estimated to be missing about a quarter million technically skilled workers in the next four years. Four years, that's really soon. Um, but luckily, we're bringing about 17% of all of our workers here from foreign countries. Just out of curiosity, do I have any foreign-born workers in the audience? Thank you for being here. Uh, because you bring amazing diversity, right? It's eye-opening, it's a different culture, and we're really grateful. When we talk about diversity, we want to make sure that we're not just talking about diversity in terms of gender. There's a whole lot that goes into that. So thank you. Um, but the stand still goes that we're importing our STEM talent. When, in fact, 15% of this country in America is actually not online. One in seven people does not use any version of technology. And so while I'm really, really happy that we have and we're creating a diverse culture, we have a complete set in our own country where we're not even participating. So when it goes back to our questions about how we're, we don't have uh, enough people in technology, I think we might have found some. But how do we get them in? So we created uh, New York Tech Women this really inclusive environment. So one of the questions I have is, what do we have to do to make sure that, yes, going back to the question, how do we get more women in technology? Um, and I truly believe that single gender environment is one of the key factors. It creates a completely different conversation than what we have in mixed cultures. In fact, it's proven that young girls that compete or learn in an all-gender environment actually have a much higher level of success. They ask deeper questions. They have uh, much more willingness to participate. And overall, their experience is just much better. And that's great that we can solve the problem with getting women together so that they can ask those questions and they can succeed better. But there's more problems to this. The more work that we do with New York Tech Women and the deeper those conversations get, we start to realize that sexism is just one of the problems that we're having. So this is actually where we start to learn that ageism in technology is also a real problem. The only other industry within median age less than 30 are shoe stores and restaurants. There's no other industry in America right now that has a lower average age. And I'm really lucky. These are just a sampling, literally a sampling of organizations that are working with girls. They're working with young, young women in a lot of times, single gender environments, technovation, girls who code, black girls who code, you name it. There's tons of them. And they're bringing them together and they're teaching them how to code, how to problem solve, how to work together. But the problem is that those are organizations for young girls. When we talk about how we have a problem from four years from now, these guys are probably eight to 12 years out. So what's an adult woman, specifically in rural America? She probably has a family. She probably has responsibilities. How is she supposed to participate? She's probably had a job. Who knows what her situation might be? And we say, we claim, we actually claim that say, well, you can learn anything, anywhere, any way that you want. The resources are there. Go online. But let's think about this. Let's teach technology using technology. I don't know. I get a little confused at that. I'm just not quite sure that online works. In fact... Most of us are not convinced. About 7% of all online classes are completed. This percentage is lower for women and it's lower for adults. So we've got this figured out, no problem. We're gonna just create a bunch of hack schools. There's now hundreds of them all over the place. Well, maybe not all over the place. New York, San Francisco, maybe they're in Austin. There's one in Omaha, there's two in Omaha now. 
Um, there are a few places, Chicago. We're just going to build hack schools. We even have one that is specifically an all-women environment. Hack, um, hack Academy, I think. Um, they're in San Francisco, though. So we've got this nailed, right? We're going to teach women. We're going to make this available. It's live, so you can really learn. There's no use technology to teach technology. It works. Oh, except for I now have to go to San Francisco. So if I am a mid-career role woman, I am giving up family obligations. I'm giving up travel. I'm probably giving up 12 weeks of my life, possibly up to 12 grand. Wait, I'm just not quite sure that I can give up a job. Um, we're all aware of the economic differences that are w happening in, in rural America or mid-America. Affording that is just sort of ridiculous, quite frankly. In fact, uh, this is sort of one of my favorite things. This is on a front of my notebook. Uh, the technology index, when we actually see the places that have this and where those schools are, those schools exist in bright purple areas. And I don't know about you, but um, I can't point to it. But I'm in that little part of Nebraska that has no purple. Right? So what are we supposed to do? How do we actually take those resources from one end to the other? Some really, really big what if questions, right? So we have one answer community. At Bella Mines, we believe that if you add community, the rest of this, and you add community to the top of it, maybe, it all starts to come together. When you add community to teaching technology, you now have pair programming. Awesome. Everybody's learning. When you add community to rural environments, isn't that sort of the true definition? I know that I say, I'm from a community of about 8,000 people. That's the definition of the towns that we live in. What happens if you take a community with small resources, small locations, small numbers of people, and you bridge that with people that have more and other communities? When you add community to an all-women environment, I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever tried to stop a, ma a mob of women who are on a mission, you probably failed, right? You put a group of women together who are destined, they're ambition, they're curious, and they're going to make this happen, and you create that energy and that vibe between them, and they will not be stopped, I promise you. When you add community to an aged workforce, you actually have a completely different mindset on what they're capable of doing and how they can go about doing that. When you add community to live learning, wait, that's actually live learning. That's what it is. When we're all here, actively curious, asking what if, doing questions. This is live learning at its best. Everybody's learning from one another. If I were to take a video and try to learn how to code or even try to do anything else, that instructor learns nothing from me. I learn very little from that instructor. There's no five senses. It's one or two, maybe at best. And that's if I was actually listening. When you add community to all of these elements and bridge them together, you actually have rural resources that are the same as what's in the city. So I guess we can go back. Anyway, thank you.